Psalm 10, verses 2 through 4. In his arrogance, the wicked man hunts down the weak who are caught in the schemes he devises. He boasts of the cravings of his heart. He blesses the greedy and reviles the Lord. In his pride, the wicked does not seek him. In all his thoughts, there is no room for God. When I was in high school, there was a chapel one day. I remember it well. A youth local youth director had come into the chapel, and he was holding in his hands a cardboard box. It was full of all kinds of items, and he started describing those and you know pulling them out one by one. There was a some kind of sports ball, like a football or something, and he said, this is my athletic pursuit, and he had some textbooks in there, and he had, I think, a trophy and just a whole bunch of stuff jammed in there. And he showed us, he took them all out and tried to put them all back in one by one. And then he tried to shove a Bible on top and it you know, wouldn't fit. And <laughs> he un- unpacked, you can kind of catch the metaphor here. He, he, re- he repacked it with the Bible first and everything fell into place. And I thought about that when I read, when I heard Ted read that Psalm, Psalm 10. Uh, in all his thoughts, there is no room for God. That was the real takeaway of chapel that morning when I was in high school. Do you have room for God? Have you started your day or your thoughts, or have you opened up a little space of time in your day or or even your life for God? And if not, you'll crowd him out. It's just the nature of how we operate. We fill our calendars. We fill our days. We fill our thoughts. We fill our business endeavors. We fill our relationships, our parties, our pursuits with all kinds of things. And we kind of forget to make room for God. And if we do that, it's, it's a sad situation. And I thought maybe for our listeners, Maybe today is a a moment to just actually, in a very practical way, think about your day today. Obviously, you're listening to the five-minute Bible study. You've made room for God. You've made five minutes for Him. Is there another spot in today that you could make room for Him? I'm talking literally about in the next several hours of of our days. Let's all maybe think about that. What might that look like? Can the Holy Spirit reveal to us what making room for God in our hearts and on our calendars might look like today. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a hard thing for uh, somebody coming to Christ for the first time to really understand what kind of is implied by uh, giving your life over to Jesus. It's not quite as simple as it sounds. Uh, because you're still in the world. Uh, you still have the same family. You still have the same business associates. You still mm-hmm. li- live mm-hmm. in the same community. And people are having the same expectations of who you are. But let's say you have given your life over to Christ. What does that mean? And where is the mm-hmm. freedom in that? It sounds like you've put yourself in a new prison. Well, you haven't, actually. You've put mm-hmm. yourself in a new relationship. And one that actually promises you life beyond this life. Uh, And it also promises you uh, that the battle going on in your heart is now going to be is now going to be a fair fight. Because if if you've grown up without God, something else is there. It's not a a clean sweep and nothing is there because you don't believe in God. No, Uh, the world has entered your heart. And that is, it's not ambiguous of what that means. That means you're going to be susceptible to things that are going to harm other people or harm yourself, harm your children, harm your community, 
you're going to be that doesn't mean you're going to do them. It means you're going to be fighting a battle about them. Whereas all I am saying, uh, those temptations that come into your heart uh, are not going to disappear as temptations. But if Christ is there, your conscience is going to become really uh, very acute. The alarm is going to go off because you know that if you go with the temptations rather than staying with Christ and following him, you are going to... uh, you're 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 going to have to deny Christ, and I, you know I think that over time you start to seeing you're not you're 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 following something that is actually very helpful and very good for you and right. and is something that God wants for you. Right. The very thing we resist making room for is the the thing we are most desperate for. Actually, 